0: For a while, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. And on Sunday, we had the final teaching on mastering the things of the Spirit. We call that service Mastery the Practice of the Spirit. Were you blessed? Yes, sir. However, there are still some things we did not cover because of time. And that's the good thing about the midweek service, the Bible study service. We said the practice of the Spirit... refers to those things that we intentionally do to increase the influence of the Holy Spirit in our life. Let me go over that again. The The practice of the Spirit is what? The practice of the Spirit are those things we intentionally do to increase the influence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And I listed out seven of them, right? So we said the practice number one, meditating on the word of God. Say meditation. meditation. Number two is be filled with the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Number three is mind the things of the Spirit. means to put your mind intentionally on the things of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Number four, sow to the Spirit. Number five, walk in the Spirit. If you are writing and you want me to come again, let me see your hand. Number one is meditate on the word of God. Number two, be filled with the spirit. Number three, mind the things of the spirit. Number four, sow to the spirit. Number five, walk in the spirit. Number six, grieve not the spirit. And number seven, quench not the spirit. That was what we talked about on, on Sunday. What a powerful service. I heard that Lagos Church was in literal flames. You know the food online. By the time they disconnected, everybody prophesied. (laughs) The interesting part was there was a a member of the church who forced her father to come. And the dad is not the kind of person that... In fact, they were scared that he agreed safe. Because that he allowed them to start coming to New Breed was a tug of war. All this church? You are speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. All of these things. It's not by speaking in tongues. It's more show. All those kind of you know those kind of things. When they are trying to yap, people are just trying to throw um, cold water on your fire to make you feel like it's not by doing all these things. He came for the service. He was so blessed to give a word. Oh yeah, Carter. The Holy Spirit took over. And I know he's a man of God. I sensed, when they were telling me that he gave a word, the Holy Ghost began to give me another word for him. That the Lord was going to launch him into a new phase of supernatural ministry. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, if you don't know it now, this church, God sent us, I had a striking testimony also on Sunday. One of the first timers that came, she said, a night before, oh God, the testimony took me a night before, she has not been here before she has never come here before she was invited by brother Tony a night before the service she had a dream, in the dream she came into a hall saw a big screen literally she was describing this hall and everywhere was dark but there was just light around where the screen was and a certain man a certain man walked up to her and said you must not miss tomorrow's service, am I clear? He said, I'm telling you, you must not miss tomorrow's service. And I drew the the ear according to, are you hearing me? Don't miss tomorrow's service. She said, yes, sir. Then woke up and with the invitation, Uncle Tony has been inviting her. She came for the service only to enter the service. I said, ah, this was the screen I saw in my dream. I saw the screen in my dream. I'm talking about last week Saturday into Sunday. Then when I climbed up, she said, this was the man that came to me. Uh Somebody that has not met me before. Jesus sent us. If you don't know, (laughs) Jesus sent us. Look at what he's doing in Lagos Church. Look at what he's doing macedonian calls everywhere similar thing when sister justina the head of ocean was giving her testimony i will play the video on sunday she just relocated to lagos and was looking for a place to find god and began to pray in her prayer god gave her the name david organerobo then saw a link on a whatsapp group and said let her join join the link and it was david organerobo teaching <laughs> i did not call myself Jesus called me. Today I want to talk about the walking in the spirit. Walking in the spirit. Galatians 5 from verse 16 to 18. Galatians 5 from verse 16 to 18. Ah, Thank you Holy Spirit. God is going to so beautify your life. He will so beautify your life, you will be amazed. People will ask you, where did you go? You will tell them, God took me. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, I need to preach. Holy Spirit. He said you will make a statement with your life. You will make a statement. I will prove to you that I am the lifter of men. I will prove to you that where I am, money is dust. For on the streets of heaven, everywhere is paved with gold. The gold that men cry for, we match every day in heaven. I will prove to you. I will prove to you I know you are asking, how will I ever come out of poverty? How will I ever come out of obscurity? But I will prove to you, says the Lord. I will prove to you. As you yield to me and follow me, in the next five years, it will be obvious that God made me billionaire. It will be obvious. But I speak to you. Keep your hearts low. Let it be lowly before me. Don't get distracted. Don't get carried away. Oh, house of new Don't get carried away. For when my prosperity shall come, let pride not blind your eyes. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Glory. Glory! That's not just for us, but it's for people. Amen. Amen. This I say then: Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfil the lust of the flesh. Galatians five verse sixteen to eighteen. This I say then: Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfil the lust of the flesh. Everybody, read it from verse sixteen to eighteen. One to three, go. This I say then, Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfil the lust of the flesh. Read on. The... Against the Spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary the one to the other so that ye cannot do the things that ye would verse 18 if ye be led of the spirit ye are not under the law so what exactly does it mean to walk in the spirit how do you walk in the spirit first of all I want you to understand that if you believe in Jesus Christ hmm, and have received the Holy Spirit you are already in the spirit Let me go over that again. If you believe in Jesus Christ and has received the Holy Spirit, you are already in the Spirit. You are already in the Spirit. Are you with me? You are not going to be in the Spirit the day you do this. I entered somewhere. You are already in the Spirit, right? The reason why you can actually have that encounter of the so-called encounter of entering the Spirit is because you are already in the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Let me prove that to you. Romans chapter 8 from verse 9 i know that sounded confusing to somebody so let me prove it to you romans 8 from verse 9. everybody read romans 8 verse 9. one two three go some people are not saying anything read it again one two three go but you're not in the flesh but in the spirit if so be, that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, are you seeing this? If any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So, if you have the spirit of Christ, you are in the spirit. Are you with me? Yes, I, I did not say it. The scripture said it. You are not in the flesh. Except after me, I'm not in the flesh. You are yeah, not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be, that the spirit of God dwell in you. Say after me, I am in the spirit. Because the spirit of God dwells in me. He says, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. You see what I've been trying to explain before? That the Holy Spirit actually is the inheritance we receive. Praise the Lord. So, but being in the spirit is not all. You also have to walk in the spirit. That you live in the spirit does not mean you walk in the spirit. You have to also intentionally begin your walk in the spirit. So back to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 5 please. Galatians 5 from verse 25. I want you to see this. It says, if we live in the Spirit, so if it is true that you have now come to this new place in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So how do we walk in the Spirit? That verse 18 we read before gave us a clue. Let me read from verse 16 to 18. It says, this I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh was said against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that he cannot do the things that he would. But if he be led of the spirit, he are not under the law. So now, from that verse 18, we have a clue. What does it really mean to walk in the spirit? To walk in the spirit is to be led by the spirit. In the sense that you are under the leadership of the spirit. It says, if you're beloved of the Spirit, you're not under the law." That tells you something. You can either be under the law or under the Spirit. Under the flesh or under the Spirit. So to walk in the Spirit means to be under the leadership of the Spirit. Are you with me? So, if it's still not clear, let's do a little Bible study on that word, walk. Because the Bible already has allusions and Types and shadows that help us explain things that look complex, right? This is not the first time the Bible is making reference to the word walk. For instance, if you have read the book of Psalms before, it will say, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Have you read that scripture before? No, standeth in the way of sinners. What does that tell you? To walk in the counsel of the ungodly means to take the counsel of the ungodly people, to walk in their steps. Praise the Lord. So, you see, that word, walk in the spirit, is not something that is entirely new. Another one, which I want to make emphasis to, especially because it was one of the first places in the Bible that the word walk was used. The Bible says, and Enoch walked with God. Have you read that scripture before? Genesis 5. Let's open it. Genesis 5. So, we'll do a little Bible study about Enoch's walk with God and See what we can learn from there about working in the Spirit. Genesis 5, from verse 22 to, and 24. Genesis 5. The Bible says, And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years, and begat sons and daughters. Verse 24. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. A better rendition would be, And Enoch walked with God, and he was not found, For God took him. Are you with me? Are you with me? I need the feedback. Are you following? Should I explain again? I should explain again. Okay. And Enoch walked with God and he was not. For God took him. It's better put like this. And Enoch walked with God and he was not found. For God took him. So... It's still not clear what Enoch did in his walk with God. When we say Enoch walked with God, what what exactly did he really do? Go to Hebrews 11. Go to Hebrews 11 from verse 5. If you have followed me to this point, say amen. Okay, so Hebrews 11 from verse 5. One, two, three, go. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing this? Read it again. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see that and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, compare this verse and the verse we read in Genesis. If it said, Enoch walked with God and was not found, in Genesis. And this one is saying, by faith Enoch was taken away and he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. What does it actually mean to walk in the Spirit? What does it actually mean to walk in the Spirit? To please God. God. Are you with me? Are you with me? So, that's a simple way to do Bible study. When you see something in the Old Testament, see something in the New Testament. If you study this Hebrews 5, Hebrews 11 verse 5, there is no work there. But if you put the two verses together, Enoch walked with God, he had this testimony that he pleased God. That means, walking with God means to please God. Praise the Lord. And it makes a whole lot of sense because when you check Genesis 6 from verse 9, you will see something else relating to this same thing. Genesis 6 verse 9. Everybody read Genesis 6 verse 9. 1, to 3, go. Read it again. 1, 2, 3, go. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in the generations. And Noah walked with God. Are you seeing that? Walking with God, once again, relates to pleasing God. Are you with me? Go to Genesis 17 from verse 1. Genesis 17 from verse 1. Everybody read 1 to 3, go. Read it again. And when Abraham was 90 years old and 9 the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God, walk thou before me and be thou perfect. Are you seeing once again, walking with God or walking in the spirit has to do with pleasing God, right? So, from here we can draw an inference that to walk in the spirit means to live your life Under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. One. To walk in the Spirit also means to live your life to please God. See, walking in the Spirit means you don't have an opinion of your own self. To walk in the Spirit means you do not belong to yourself. To walk in the Spirit means you will tell yourself, I'm not going to take any step until it is in tandem with what the Word of God says. And what the Holy Spirit is inspiring me to do. So, because of time, let me go strictly, quickly into how do you work in the Spirit. Number one, submit your life to the leadership of the Word of God. Submit your life. These things sound basic, but there are people that don't, that don't do it. Submit your life to the leadership of the Word of God. Is the, see, once, once something is clear in the word of God, embrace it. When the Bible says this is... You, you know, for instance, <laughs> there have been times in my life where I have been so annoyed, I felt like I, I have to revenge. Are you with me? I have been so annoyed... I'm like, I'm going to give this person back. This person must feel, his, feel it too. But the Bible is clear about it. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord, I will repay. Do not take vengeance in your hands. See, people can explain it in different ways. They will look for a way to judge it, but the Bible is clear on it. Avenge not your enemies. Instead, pray for them. Some people now say no. When it says pray for them, it's time to tell you that he didn't give you prayer points. That you should pray that we die. That is not... He cannot be telling you, don't avenge, and he's telling you to avenge them in prayer. That's not what he's saying. Are you with me? It's difficult. But listen, if that's what the Word of God says, I will submit to the Word of God. Are you with me? When you begin to live your life this way, eh, you will come into a new place in God. See, there are too many people in church who are saying, Jesus is my Lord, Jesus is my Lord, but they don't walk in the Spirit. Simple things in the Word of God, they reject. You see somebody say things like this. "Um, uh, I, I don't have a church. I am the church. In my house, I can worship God. Is that what the Bible teaches? The Bible says in Hebrews 10 verse 26, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together as some also do. Because in that day, there were people who already doing it. If the Bible is clear on something, I must embrace the word of God. Say after me, I embrace the word of God. Many people are saying, God does not speak to me, God does not speak to me, but their Bible is closed. They have not opened their hearts to receive the word of God. Let me tell you something, we will never get to the point where we are bigger than the word. Even for us spiritual leaders, after me, I will never get to the point where I am bigger than the word of God. Even for us as spiritual leaders and pastors, anytime you see a pastor, you hear a pastor fall or a pastor all those things, it's because they got to the point where they thought they were too big, they could not pay attention to the word of God again. When you submit your life, first of all, to what the scripture says, then you will come to a new place where the Holy Spirit can now begin to guide you. That's the next level. Where you also submit your life to the inspiration or the, the leadings of the Spirit supernaturally. So, when the Holy Spirit is telling you to do something or when the Holy Spirit is urging you to do something, because you have been a person who said, I have submitted to the Word of God, if you have embraced the written Word, when you begin to submit to the spoken word, you must also embrace it. Are you with me? Because when you get born again, eh, if it is true, the Holy Spirit has become your Lord. He will begin to lead you. He will lead you. Many times, you can, many people can relate to this one. Somebody's is annoying you. You want to react, but you can feel somebody inside you. Like a little child holding you. Don't say anything. Calm down. Calm down. You say you don't have leading. That's the Holy Spirit leading you. Are you with me? He will lead you out of sin. You are going to that person's house. In your mind, you can already sense the Holy Spirit saying, don't go. Something will happen. No, you see, I I can hold myself now. Not me, not me now. Then you go, something that happens. You come back like, Ooh! your Holy Spirit told you, don't go. If you go, that means you're not submitting to the leading of the Spirit. That means you're not working in the Spirit. Are you with me? After a while, he'll begin to give you other instructions. There's a prayer meeting. You don't want to go. The Holy Ghost will tell you, go, go. You are feeling tired in your body, but it's urging you, stand up and go. Stand up and go. What makes you a spiritual man is that all those instructions, you begin to take them. You begin to take them. As you begin to walk with God that way, bigger instructions will come. And bigger blessings will also follow. Oh. He will keep leading you. For instance, as a pastor, I have I had what to preach. But when uh, Minister Nassau was praying and leading the prayers, I wanted to come up and he was like, wait. He will begin to teach you how to give. He will tell you, "See that brother, carry this now and give him." See that person, go and sow this seed. And as you begin to do it, his influence will begin to grow because he's seen that I have found a vessel that can yield to me. Ah! I can keep telling you of stories, stories. You know, many people have asked me you're yeah, a young pastor. How did God begin to provide equipment for you like church equipment? Where did people get money for church equipment and all the things people do? I said, I have faith in God, but I listen to God. When we just bought our first, first set of speakers, I mean, <laughs> somebody's laughing because he remembers Confido Two big speakers like this, which is, is nothing compared to what we have now. Are you with me? But then, they, those were the most, the, the mighty equipment of Zion. <laughs> we just got two speakers, a nice amplifier. We're feeling like, wow, we're we are a fresh church. A younger church that was just about to start, we are done like six, seven months. Okay, we are done a year plus, a year and two months. And another church was about to start their church services and they want, wanted to have a camp meeting. And the pastor is my friend. He came to meet me and said, Pastor David, please, the, pe- the person we hired the equipment from disappointed us on the day of the camp meeting. Can you please borrow us some of your equipment? Eh? We'll bring it back after two days. I said, no problem. We'll, we'll give you, you bring it back, no problem. As they were going with the speakers, the Lord said to me, "And they shall not bring it back." Ah, I said, "God, <laughs> what is this one?" I said, "This thing, this thing that we use pets to get." I no. <laughs> I said, "I've told you, and they shall not bring it back." Hey, I was struggling with it for days. I will stand up in the night. I'll be walking like this. <laughs> What did I hear? I call confidence. Come, I call Pastor Wisdom. See what I heard. When I told them, they were like, "Hey, Pastor, <laughs> this new mixer we just bought. Listen." I said, "That's what God said, do." Hey, we struggled with that instruction for almost three days. At a point, they came and met me and said, "Pastor, if God said it, we we'll do it." So when the the church was about to come and return the equipment, we said, "Eh." In fact, I told them to drop it. I'll be going. (laughs) They dropped it. So every day I wake up, I'll come to church. When I look at it, I'll remove my eye. Because I knew I was struggling with an instruction. One day I just called the pastor. I said, pastor, come. Carry this out of this place. (laughs) And he did. I felt like somebody caught me. Because what was left with us, Eh? The more you talk, the less you hear. (laughs) Deborah, no mic now. Oh. It was a few months later. I began to see God move in a strange way. Before we announce we need this bam, it has shown. Before we announce we need then the Lord reminded me, remember that thing I told you to do? Say, oh, oh, this is how the kingdom of God works. Say, yes. There are many people who have been stunted in the kingdom of God, not because they don't follow the Bible, but because when God is beginning to lead them in the experiential dimension, they shut it down. So now you are in your office, God will tell you, go and pray for that person. To walk in the spirit means I will heal, I will go and talk. If you don't talk, you may think you are depriving the person of maybe a preaching or something. You are also shutting down something that the Holy Ghost wanted to do in your life. I personally began to see healing anointing more in my life when I began to yield to the Holy Spirit to pray for people. I remember the first time I cast out the devil in the university. Everybody was ignoring the girls. Hey! Leave this person alone and go. Everybody would dodge her, and she was just m- m- manifesting. The demon spirit was just making a show out of her. And I said, "You know what? Carry her." I wanted to go. The Holy Ghost said, "Pray." I'm like, "Hey, me? I will not pray here." Everybody be looking at me. What if nothing happens? What if this demon stands up and slap me? <laughs> we did not say, He has fallen in his hand. But I found out that when I'm walking with God, my name is not imp- as important as His name. So I said, you know what? Carry her. Let's enter somewhere. Be free in the name of Jesus. Be free in the name of Jesus. After praying, one, three, go. Oh, no, let her go. Out! (sighs) And she slept off. Woke up. What happened? What am I here? You're free. From that day, the news began to spread. A time now came in the school. Eh? I will be in Daniel Hall. They will tell me, demons are moving in John. <laughs> they will come and knock. They are moving, you know, Pastor David. <laughs> then it was not Pastor, it was Sir Dave. And in the night, I will go out and set the captives free. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Just imagine, I did not master that. I did not embrace that. Remember that day that in the night, somebody ran in here. The more you shield yourself from the responsibilities of following the Lord, the less of his glory you will see. So after me, I walk in the spirit. I will listen to the word of God. I will submit myself to the scriptures, and I will submit myself to the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. When He's leading me to do something, I will get it done. Some of you are not talking. There are many people. God, you know, a lady was. I was talking to my wife. That testimony about the lady who saw me. Do you know how many people have told me God has told them you are supposed to be part of this church? Then when you ask them when are you coming, they will tell you Are they come. I'm not the one that you are the one that told me you had an encounter. How can God speak to you clearly? can God minister to you clearly and you are still stubborn? That's the problem with many people. They are still stubborn. They delay obedience too much. You know God told you to do this thing. Give this thing. And you are saying no. What you don't know is that God does not need anything from me. See, when it dawned on me that God does not need anything from me that the only time he needs something from me is because he wants to implicate me for my own greatness. God can, let me tell you, God can just do like this, everybody is saved. He can do like this, everybody wake up in the morning, we love you, Lord. You are worthy. We. Bl-. The whole world will also worship you like that. But he will allow your free will to know those who, is, who are going to be open to do a work with him. To know those who he can uh, uh, give an excuse for blessing. Say, so after me, Lord, I'm ready. Say, so after me, Lord I'm, Lord, I'm ready. So do you know what it means to walk in the Spirit now? Are you willing to walk in the Spirit? You see, it breaks my heart when I see Christians. The Bible is clear. Don't do this thing. Stay away from this thing. You will see them there. Especially when the Holy Spirit is even nudging you. Sometimes when it comes to the issue of addictions and all of these things and habits, sometimes it is not because the habit is so strong. Sometimes some people don't. They, they love pleasure more than God. Oh, oh my god I, I, I hope I don't sound insensitive as I speak this way I just hope I don't sound insensitive please forgive me some people the habit they are struggling with is because they are with some wrong friends the spirit of God is telling you this person cannot be your friend he will not help you this person will allow you to do the things you ought not to do but they will say eh, now my main main guy okay so you follow him to bar he say I don't drink I take only mud. They are taking good out. They will take mud, mix it for you. you it, it will look the same. You will drink. Sometimes I choose to walk in the spirits. I choose to walk in the spirits. Spirit. Glory. Glory. Father, we thank you for this brief charge of head. You are raising solid men amongst us, strong disciples, planted in your word fruitful in every way in the mighty name of jesus thank you father in jesus name